gentlemen. Welcome to the main event. Listening to the Emperor on the Plan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network, powered by GamingFM.com. Bring it, baby. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight, and we're enjoying some beautiful 90-degree weather. Kind of fun considering just last week it was in the 60s. But you come to expect such things when you live in Cleveland, Ohio. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court on the Clan Imperial Guard Island Gaming Radio Network, and you're listening to the Emperor himself of Clan Imperial Guard. Ladies and gentlemen, you may be uh, interested to know, if you probably haven't figured out already, and I'm guessing you have unless you're brain dead this is a tape delayed edition of the emperor's court and yes there is a specific reason as to why these continue to be held non-live i don't like it any more than you do folks i crave the human interaction that comes with a live show but uh, a combination of things have taken place obviously the storms we had several weeks ago obviously my very hectic work schedule this month due to everybody else taking vacations Mine doesn't come until August. And, of course, there's a few things working in the background that I cannot tell you about just yet. I hate to pull a page from Blizzard's book, but trust me when I tell you, it is all for the better. One way or another, ladies and gentlemen, next week's should be live, barring some kind of event. Although I'm pleased to see that we get a little over a 1,000 downloads a week on these tape delay shows or on the makeup show we had. So it's not like people aren't listening. Trust me, I want to hear the human interaction as much as you do. Even though most of your calls have sucked. Just the same, it still makes it for a very entertaining show. Anyways, we have a lot on topic tonight, a lot uh, to discuss. You cannot get in touch with me this evening, so don't bother other than posting your feedback. Please, at onejuryborn.com, the home of the guard. Folks, I will tell you up front right now, this is not going to be a pleasant episode. We are not going to make friends here. This is going to be a negative Nancy's type of episode. I hate to do that. I hate to say it up front. Well, I don't hate to say it up front. I hate to have to actually be in a position to do this. Everybody knows I do my damnedest to try and make a very balanced show. But the reality of the situation is that has not been possible over the past two weeks, especially this week. So, if you do not want to hear Blizzard bashing, if you're tired of the whining and the crying, and Lord knows I am too... Stop the audio right now. Save yourself the trouble. Do not hit play past this point. You know you're going to. It's just like looking at a train wreck. You know you don't want to see the mangled bodies and carnage, but you're going to look at it. You have been warned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we got on topic tonight. The Hunter's Bug. 
Another Montreal-type screw job is in the works, or has been, for Hunters with the up-and-coming patch. We have the prediction on the Battlegrounds patch. I will get to that as well. They both tie in, trust me. Uh, Blizzard's notorious and horrible handling of their forms over the last, I'd say, we'll say 72 hours. We'll get to that. If you have not been following this, I will bring you up to date. All the information that you need to know and a few other things. Community segment uh, upcoming. Uh, some stuff coming into me. I have some stuff to pip out for us. A lot to get to, so let's get started first. Let's hit the community segment. Let's get this done and out of the way. It's now time for the World of Warcraft Community Watch. Alright, Community Watch tonight, we have a couple of different things. Real quickly, on Mag Third and Requiem in Fear of Taking Out Anixia, several other times, The Sundering, one of the Alliance Uber Guilds, which I have come to know several of their members uh, through this show, have taken out Ragnaros a total of five times in the last three weeks. Five times! That is disgusting, folks. Because of the exploits in the patch, get your molten core runs in now. It is very important you get as much loot as you can before they finally get to their come to their senses and make running Ragnaros more difficult. So huge shots out go to them. Also, during the community segment, I also want to say this. As of this past Monday, my very own Clan Imperial Guard has started opening recruitment on the MacTheridan Shard for Horde players, level 58 to 60. We are making a huge push towards doing the Molten Core ourselves and gearing up for Battlegrounds, which I predict will be this coming Tuesday, which will be the, what's today, the 5th, 6th, 7th, it'll be uh, the 7th of June. So we are making a huge push for recruits for this. I know it's been very difficult to get into the clan before. We have always tried to remain small because of the past experiences we've had with Ultima Online. We were Uber Guild there then. We you know accomplished a great deal, but we had a lot of problems with it. We are very confident that those same problems will not happen here. We have a very strong core of officers. We have a loot system in place. We have the site. We got the radio. We've got Ventrilo. We've got everything in place. We've got the history. And we have stability. The biggest thing I've noticed in Mag Theridin is the revolving door of the Uber Guilds. In fact, let's start off with this first topic. And I don't know how it is in other shards on other servers. I'm guessing it's probably going to be very similar. But we have the same Uber Guilds continually... Uh, trashing themselves, falling apart because of officers, because of politics, almost everything revolving around loot, whining, and ninja looting. All right, I mean, people like the feared have had uh, the feared have split. Uh, Recipe for hates died. Horde of renegades has died. Men reborn has died. Uh, I think deemed inappropriate has had their problems. You know, and they're you know formerly from Clan Run. Clan Run collapsed. Clan Cool Kids collapsed. I mean, it's literally a revolving door. It's the same players changing names, putting up a forums. What is it with, folks, what is it with you that you can't make a website that everything has to be forums? That's the biggest thing that annoys me about clans today. If you want to see a temporary clan, if you want proof of a flavor of the month jobby, and no offense to any of you out there who, is, who are in this situation, maybe you don't have a webmaster, maybe you don't have the time, maybe you don't have the money, but damn, if you want any kind of lasting a legacy, any kind of lasting power through World of Warcraft into other games, you need something to actually point to, to call your own, and a website is the easiest, most concrete thing to have. And none of these people have it. Maybe it's because they know they're revolving doors. Maybe they know that their time is limited because of you know the type of guild that they run, and specifically what it exists for. Maybe the forums is all they really want. But folks, if you, I mean, here's what here's my point. Here's what I'm getting to. And listen, with, uh, I'm sorry, it's like 80, 90, 100, 
200 degrees in this room here because I don't have air conditioning on and I got the windows closed so obviously we're not getting any kind of air coming through the studio here so it gets actually kind of hot so if I start to like blur my speech it's not because I'm drunk or I'm medicated it's because I'm drunk medicated and it's hot in here that being said if you want proof of stability it isn't just a website well, look to see how committed these people are to making a lasting guild or clan. A lot of you guys are jumping on ship to do the Molten Core, to run it as fast as you can, to do Anixia, and then you get jobbed out of loot. You don't get it because, oh, you have to go through so many runs. And I'm all for that. We have something very similar. But when the clan dies five weeks later and you've yet to get your loot, well, that tells you something. We're offering an alternative. OneGeroBorn.com, if you're on MacTheridan, if you're thinking about moving to MacTheridan, if you want to join us in kicking the shit out of the Alliance of MacTheridan, then you know where to find us. If you're on MacTheridan, you want to do Molten Core, look folks, we're doing instances because they are an evil necessity. I don't know, I mean, I do know some people, but not many, who like to spend six, seven, eight hours at a time running instances. We have some very experienced people on staff who know how to get through the Molten Core in chunks. It's going to take some practice, but we can do it. I don't want to make this into a 10 minute long commercial, but essentially that's what you're getting at. Look us up. OneGeroBorn.com. Ask, ask, ask somebody in the clan that you see online. Ask them about it if you have a question. Stop by the website. Post it. You name it. You know it. You know where to find us. All right. That's the community segment. All right. Big topic tonight. The Hunters. For those of you who have not known or who have not been uh, following the circus that is the Blizzard Forums, allow me to fill you in. Within the last four days, a patch came to light. Well, actually, the patch came to light a couple weeks ago when the test servers first went up. Now, the chronology of this is very confusing, so bear with me. All right, ladies and gentlemen? Trust me. You're going to scratch your heads. You're going to wonder what the hell is going on, per the usual. But came to light that with the release of the 1.5 patch, which is the Battlegrounds patch, coming up this Tuesday, that's my prediction. I'll get into that a little later. Hunters would get an extra cooldown on their spells. Arcane shot, multi-shot, etc., etc., etc. Vastly decreasing their DPS, vastly decreasing their viability both as a player versus player role and a PvE role. It was a very, very critical, back-breaking, class-destroying bug. Now, in the time tradition of the Blizzard forms, everything went into an uproar. Cadium, in all her infinite wisdom, said, Okay, well, all right. Yes, there is a bug. I will do my best for the de- to talk to developers to see if we can get this fixed before the patch, but more than likely, it will not be put in this patch. You will have to wait for 1.6. Translation, we don't give a damn. People by the thousands are canceling their accounts. People want battlegrounds. If we don't rush this thing out, we're in deep shit. I'm sorry if the Hunters have a bug that destroys their class, but they should be used to being sodomized by now. That's how I read it. Maybe it's because I'm cynical or bitter. You tell me, because I also have a Hunter. I know I'm a mage, but I also have a Hunter that I've been playing. I'm leveling them as fast as I can before this debacle comes out. Because you know something's going to happen. They haven't even told us yet. Or even know themselves. At any rate, so obviously the people, the Hunters, are not happy about this. And they stage, you know, sit in protests in Ironforge and sit in protests in Agrimar. And, of course, people start getting banned from the server and banned from the forums for temporary bans because they're inciting riots, they're inciting an uproar. Rather than saying or explaining, you know, we understand what's going on, 
We're going to do our best to get this fixed. This will not make it to patch, or if so, we'll delay the patch. They continue to tell people you'll just have to make do until a couple months down the road when the next patch comes out. Yay. All right, so obviously the circus continues. KDM comes back and says, well, okay, my understanding from the developers is this is not a bug. This has been in place all from the beginning. It does not exist. It is in your mind's eye. Stop whining. Essentially is what she comes out to. Then she comes back and says, okay, well, and uh, trust me, folks, you can check the chronology if you go on the Hunter's Forum on WorldOfWarcraft.com. It's all there. You're going to have to sift through it, but trust me, it's there. I've been following it very closely. So much so that I got banned from the forums for a day. And I'll get to that, too, you titless cow. Take a guess who I'm talking to. There's a reason why you chose to play Torin, you ugly bitch. Mix in some toothpaste and some Weight Watchers, swine. Anyways... So Katie then comes back and says, okay, yes, there is a bug. We're going to try and fix it, but it's not as bad as you think. It's always been there. You're going to have to deal with it. Okay, well, this is a bunch of bullshit. Somebody actually goes on the, onto the forums, onto the Hunter forums, with a video he used taking fraps and says, don't tell us that this thing doesn't exist or, or don't tell us that it's, that it's been there all along. This is completely different from what we've been saying, from, from what the bug we've seen. The reason why is, and he shows the video here, of actually, you know, of shooting the different spells and the increased time that it's taking to get there. You know, from the time he shoots to the time he shoots again to the time he shoots again. And he does like 10 in a row and he shows the difference, why it takes longer and it shows that there's a difference in how long it takes and there's a time, you know, there's a time, I can't hit, I hate to keep saying difference. There's a time inconsistency with what she's telling us and what is the truth. Well, all of a sudden we got 20 pages of people slamming Katie because, once again, she's been caught in yet another lie. So she says, okay, she posts and says, I'm sending this to developers. Uh, I'm going to wait for my rant because I'm going to continue because there's more to this story. A day goes by. She posts again and actually have it here and she puts it up that, uh, at Stickies that they acknowledge that there's a bug now. They acknowledge that it's the bug that we think it is, not that they think it is. But that they are going to... It was somebody, one of the developers posted, allegedly. I think it was a developer. I think Motive or whatever. Saying that because of KDM's work on our behalf, not because of the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of threads and posts made by the, by the community. No, 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 no. Because KDM, the shining white tauren in her moo Apparently, the champion of our cause, having lied to us now three times, has decided to talk them into going ahead and fixing the bug. A couple hours go by, and all of a sudden, the post changes a little bit. That's right, it changes. It said, we will fix this before the patch goes out. It then changes to say, we will take, we will, how's, hang on, let me find a quote. It's, it's here somewhere. I just got to find it. It changes to, we will look into fixing this as, as soon as possible, is what it says. So it went from, we will fix this, to, we will look to fix this as quickly as possible. Now, a guy named Vio, oh, by the way, huge shout out to Danan, D-I-N-A-N. He's the one who did the uh, video and posted on the forums. I don't know that you listen to the show, Danan, but huge props to you for actually having some balls taking the time, putting the thing together, and posting it. Appreciate it. All right. So some guy named Vio, V-I-O, 
is apparently is paying attention and notices the change. And he posts both of them. And it says, Kadian, why is there a change between what he was saying and what he's saying now? Why were you not notified that this had changed? You just kind of slipped it in there. Kadian posts and says, you know what? Now you're inciting a riot. I'm going to ban you. You've been told before. You're trying to get people upset. You're pissing them off. Thank God that enough people, there wasn't enough fanboys here to make it, to make it sound stupid. But there was 25 pages of people backing this guy up saying, how the hell is he inciting a riot when you people have been lying to us since day one? Now you're changing the story. And they're not even notifying us you're changing it. You clearly says, how can this be taken any other way? It says, will be fixed before 1.5. Then you sons of bitches change it and it says, we'll fix it as quick as possible. She says, well, well, uh, he overstepped his bounds. He he shouldn't have posted that. He overstepped his authority. He's the goddamn developer. If he doesn't know what the hell is going on and doesn't know when it's going to be fixed, and he's overstepping his bounds, who the hell is running the show at Blizzard? My God. Even the developers don't have a goddamn clue. I mean, now you literally have the community managers fighting with the developers on their own forums. She ended up banning Veal. So I took up the cause, and I posted in a couple threads and saying, you ban this guy, well, guess what? It's here and here and here. This is what you said. This is what's happening. You're lying, or somebody's really screwed up. So I got banned for 24 hours. I got no warning. I got nothing. I just got banned. Well, on the fourth day of this debacle, we finally get a, a post from Motive, who is apparently the developer. He's the QA tester for World of Warcraft. And he posted this uh, yesterday. Actually, it would have been Saturday. And explaining how the cooldown works and how it's displayed and all that. And that there is, in fact, a bug, but they're going to go ahead and fix it after all. All the while, Kadian is yelling at us, well, we can keep it civil. we got to keep it civil. we got to post in a constructive manner. We cannot continue to act like this. Having sit-ins and protests and threatening to cancel is not the way to go. Well, you know what, Kadian? i got a question for you. In fact, Blizzard, if you're listening, and we know for a fact that a couple of you have downloaded the shows, the old ones, i got a question for you. Why the hell is it that when we post constructive responses, and I've seen some of the best over and over and over, they're ignored, or they get a brief little post saying, uh, we'll send the developer, and nothing ever comes of it. We see none of the suggestions taken. We see none of the player experience posted there even paid attention to. We see nothing, no kind of consideration given whatsoever. The only time anything gets fixed around this goddamn game is when a humongous riot occurs on the forums. We did it when you tried sneaking people to another server without telling people because they were allegedly being harassed, even though they're the root cause of the problem. You got caught with your pants down, and God, that's a disgusting idea, and had to fix it because the forums blew up because you're trying to Jew us. And I say that, and you're right. <gasps> it is a mirror crack. No. You want to talk about it? people have been screwed so many times over the over the, this course of history? It's the Jews. So you know what? I'm going to use it right here. You're screwing us like the Jews have been screwed since day one. You screwed us on the Hunters how many times? You screwed us on the Warlocks how many times? How many times have we caught you lying? Hell, we caught you five or six times in this one alone. The only time anything ever gets fixed is when people get up in arms and they flood your forums demanding responses and changes. And even half the time then, nothing happens. 
So you tell me, Cadium, since you're God's gift to the community and the forums, as that's your job, tell me, why should anybody ever post constructively again on the World of Warcraft forums when the only time anything ever takes place is when we scream and we yell and we threaten and enough of us cancel that you finally get off your ass, a very ample ass, I might add. You can check the pictures out on, on onesyouwereborn.com. That's the only thing that, that seems to get you guys to do anything. So you tell me. Why should we bother? We shouldn't. That's the, that's the, the long short of it. Maybe if you actually took what we said and actually used it. Maybe if you incorporated something. Maybe if you didn't give us some lip service to listening to the community about one thing or another. It's obvious you people don't even don't play the game. And one guy made a comment about uh, taking the donations, chipping in and buying the developers their own copy of the game so they know what the hell's going on. Because they kept on saying, this doesn't exist, this doesn't exist. Then they came back and said, oh, it exists, but not the same way you, you think it is. Then they finally come out and acknowledge, oh yeah, it's screwed up, exactly how you think, it's been there since 1.4, uh, I guess we will fix it before the patch. And apparently it's been fixed because it's on the test realms now. And this is why I say the game is coming out on Tuesday, the Battlegrounds. The reason why is, and it's twofold. One, it's just like they said. They kept on saying it's not going to be fixed before 1.6. There's no way we can get it in. Battlegrounds has to come out. Then they said, okay, well, we're going to try and rush it to get it in before 1.6. Now, all of a sudden, it's on the test servers. If you were in such a rush to get it out, or you were in such a rush to get Battlegrounds out, that there's no way you can incorporate a Hunter's Fix in time, that, but now you put one in that tells me Battlegrounds is coming out Tuesday. And here's the second reason. And you can agree with me, you can disagree with me, maybe I'm wrong, but so far, all the predictions I've given have turned up right. I've been on the money, every single damn one of them. Battlegrounds is coming out Tuesday because Blizzard's six months uh, since January. A lot of people bought it after the first of the year after Christmas. A lot of places discounted it a couple dollars. All right? A lot of people got it for Christmas. The six-month subscriptions are ending. On top of that, and I would bet real money this is happening... Hundreds, if not thousands, of subscriptions are being canceled a week because people are, gonna, are getting bored with the game, are getting fed up with the game, are tired of having playing classes like Hunters and Warlocks who are completely screwed every single patch. And we want Battlegrounds, a feature that is supposed to be out when the game was released six, seven, eight months ago, however long this game is. They have to. Because there's not going to be enough people left for the Burning Crusade, which is their expansion, which will be, re- which will be released prior to Christmas. And you want to know why the patches are taking so long to, to come out, so long to fix? That's why. Maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist. Theorist. Is that a word? Let me adjust my tinfoil hat. The satellite's sending me information. They're working on the Burning Crusade, and they have been. And my guess is since February. The reason we're seeing absolutely no content worth a damn is that. Because they're working on their expansion, looking for more ways to screw us out of money. Battlegrounds will be released with a shitload of problems. That is my prediction. It'll be lag. It won't be balanced. There'll be bugs. There's a lot of stuff that's being sifted through. Bugs are being reported that, are, that aren't even getting noticed. They get no feedback from Blizzard, which tells me one of two things. One, they know about it, and they're going to fix it. Or two, they know about it, and don't care. 
or three. They bother, didn't bother reading the feedback forms, which is just as likely. All right, so three. I said, if you'll remember back in March when I was doing this show, when I first started, I said that World of Warcraft had a, had a laundry list of problems, but there was light at the end of the tunnel. A couple of weeks later, I said Battlegrounds would be the defining moment for World of Warcraft. It'll be literally a make or break as a long-lasting uh, role-playing game. Massively multiplaying online role-playing game. That all the eggs were in the basket for Blizzard as far as the Battlegrounds were concerned. I stand by that comment. I think it's true now, today, more so than it was two months ago. If Battlegrounds is not released on Tuesday, or next Tuesday or whenever, and released in a working order, and it does not entice enough people to play them, this game is going to take a nosedive into the gutter very quickly. The only saving grace they have right now is that Guild Wars already came out and has pretty much already shot its wad. Now they're picking up stragglers from World of Warcraft and from EverQuest 2 here and there. It's a solid game, people are playing it, people are liking it. Not for everybody I know, but this is not a Guild Wars show as of yet. <laughs> no, I have no, no plans on playing the game. Battlegrounds has to come out, because they have... I, other than Blackwing Lair, folks, and they can tell us all about these Battleground ideas and how they want to make it like Warcraft 3 and take maps like Duskwood and the Temple and all the Forgotten Temple and all that and make them into Battlegrounds. And you know what? It's all a bunch of bunk. It's all a bunch of bullshit. It's in the conceptual phase... Nothing closer. Hero classes, folks, you'll be lucky to get them a couple patches after the expansion comes out. And this is the same crap they've been pulling since Warcraft 3 is the Frozen Throne. Remember all the stuff we were supposed to get then and didn't get it? Oh yeah. Just like in Warcraft 3, where we would have to go through four, five, six months before a patch to fix the bugs the previous patch caused. That's what we're seeing here now. That is why it's taking them weeks and months on end to get any kind of meaningful patch. And don't sit here, Katie, Katie, I'm going to stop you right now because I know your fat ass is listening. Don't sit here and tell us about epic world events. This is another one that really burns my butt. Earlier in the week, somebody was complaining about the fact that there are no epic world events taking place, which is one of the key features listed by Blizzard for the game. For those of you who played the closed beta, at the end of the closed beta, or was it the end of the... I think it was the end of the closed beta. Some, I mean, they took half the Horde and half the Alliance and switched them and put them in each other's capitals for one giant, like, battle, one giant orgy of destruction. And a couple of them spawned monsters. One of them was Anixia, dragons and such, that were commanded by the actual GMs and commanded by the, the developers. And they got to play and destroy things, destroy each other, destroy, you know, the players in the closed beta, the last night of the closed beta. It was fun as hell. Why doesn't stuff like that happen? So what does Katie turn around and tell this guy? Because it was an interesting question, one I wanted to hear the answer to. She says, oh, well, we are. The Water Elemental Invasion and the Children's Week. Don't forget that one. Those two were epic world events. And we have much, 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 much more planned. It has been eight months since this game was released. And the epic world events that you've given us have amounted to the Orphan Week the elemental invasion which just went in three weeks ago and nobody gives a damn in zones you have to go way the hell out of your way to get to for loot that doesn't matter a chest dropped by a goblin in the arena with no NPCs and that anybody can get it at midnight because nobody goes to the arena to get it 
because the loot blows, and killing the Grinch at Christmas. Four events. Four crummy, crappy, takes me five minutes to finish, epic world events. Is anybody else excited by this? Is there anybody listening within the sound of my voice who feels that that would be classified as epic, let alone a world event worth going to? I didn't think so. I will give props where props is due. Marauden was a great added dungeon. Dire Maul is a shitty dungeon, and it's obvious you took 30 seconds to, to develop it, 30 seconds to skin it and make it look good, but it has decent loot. It's a pain in the ass to do, and it looks like an N64 cartridge game, but it's got decent loot. So there's your props. Folks, let me tell you a little story about an epic event. Back in the day when I played Ultima Online and the game was good, where men were men and sheep were scared, they had events for us to play. Okay, not the old guy boys. They had events for us. Not many, but when we say epic, they were epic. And I remember one very distinctly. They had a, was called the Armageddon Stone. It was a spell going on because the expansion was getting ready to come out and they were running a whole series of events going on the server. In fact, Capture the Flag was one of them. A worldwide Capture the Flag on all the shards. It was a fantastic adventure to try and find the damn things. And they were all over the world. At any rate, what happened is Origins went on their website and they started sending advertisements throughout all the shards just kind of like how we get world events, you know, right before the server crashes when they find the time to actually warn us, saying that on such and such a day, forces will be able to meet in one place or the other to fight over the Armageddon Stone. If the Armageddon Stone is captured by the forces of evil, or actually it was the Chaos Order supporting Lord Blackthorn, the spell will be complete, or is it Blackthorn? Whoever. It was eight years ago or seven years ago. Let me alone. The spell will be complete and the shard would be destroyed and everything would, be go would go to zero. Everybody's house, everybody's loot, everybody's gold, everything would be reduced to nothing. The server would be started over from scratch. We'd be able to keep our characters, but there'd be nothing on them. We would have nothing. Complete and utter Armageddon. We showed up, some of us, from the ZOR, which is my, our ZOR-1G, which was our guild. The Undead Lords, the Immortal Red Army... Uh, Ecstasy, Azure, a bunch of the uh, the power gamers, the, the PK clans. We all got together when we met at the UDL Tower, which was in the swamps near Trinsic. And apparently, they made a separate zone for us to beam into, and they handed out runes, recall runes, so anybody could beam there, beam there to wanted to fight. And they gave us dye tubs, so everybody could dye their clothes one color or another. Black for the bad guys, blue for the good guys. And apparently, the stone was given to the good guy camp. And they were supposed to protect it. So we got together, and there must have been 60 or 70 of us. Some of the, I mean, the most famous players on, in the Shard. The toughest, strongest, nastiest sons of bitches on the Shard. We all met up, and one guy was actually a dragon tamer and brought six dragons. Those things eat people in two hits. He had six of them. 
So we opened up all the moon gates, we opened up like 10 moon gates, and everybody filed through, and we zoned into this place, and we were getting ready to fight in the middle of this field. And I remember running up with all these people, and we're running towards um, where supposedly the stone was located. And there's GMs and their red characters, and there's uh, the counselors and their blue characters, and everybody turned out to see this thing happen, this the entire, our entire shard of Catskills. When we got there, there was a horde of blue. And when I say horde, I'm talking upwards of 4,000 players. Now, granted, a lot of them were newbies. A lot of them were just people who just showed up for the event, but they're all wearing blue, which means they were a target. That is an epic event. I was killed, looted, raped, and rezzed 20 times, and that fight kept going. We killed over 600 players. Every one of us died at least once. They got us at least once or twice. But damn it if we didn't carve our way into the getting that stone. The lag was bad at times, but I'll give credit to Origins, and that's hard to do. A lot of the stuff they did sucked, too. But, I mean, that to me was an epic event. It didn't lag too much. That's right, 4,000 players against about 70. There was another group of about 20 guys who showed up in black. They were zerd and killed. But... I, I don't know if it was the dragons or I, Shep Rock was just he just tore through them like a hot knife through butter. He just he just unleashed all three all six dragons and they just ate their way through and we followed them like a blocker in football. We killed over six hundred players. We got the Armageddon stone and almost made it back to the tower to give it to the GM when our our carry was killed and we lost the stone. And by that time, everybody figured out what the hell was going on because. And I'll be honest, the only reason we pulled it off is because a lot of guys were on the other side of the of the uh, field thinking that some of the bad guys would show up there. Because runes were handed out for both sides of the field. And for whatever reason, just not enough people showed up. So at most, we only ever faced maybe 100 guys at a time. For anybody who played Ultima Online, that's a lot. That is an epic world event. And they pulled shit like this all the time! Katie, take notes! As much as you bash Ultima Online of the forums, and you do it enough, when people compare it to it, instead of bashing it, you titless bitch, why don't you take notes and see what, what worked for them? It's okay if you want to understand their mistakes. It's okay if you don't want to repeat them. But you know what? They were the first ones to do it, and they've had a lot of success. And you ask anybody who's, who ever gets nostalgic, and all they talk about is the best one was Ultima Online. Not Asheron's Gall, not EverQuest... Ultima. And I'm not sitting here carrying the flag for a game that's that old. Maybe it'd be fun for a week or two to go back and see some of the old sites, but that's far removed. The here and now is the World of Warcraft and Guild Wars. And to a degree, EverQuest 2. The point being, trying to tell us that epic world events are taking around some stupid orphan to four or five mid-level zones that accomplishes nothing Gives me 4,000 experience that I can't use anyways at level 60. And no usable loot is not an epic world event. Watching some goblin walk down the steps, put a chest in the center, and walk away for a blue trinket that gives me plus 5 stamina is not an epic world event. How about Infernals dropping out of the sky and laying siege to Agrimar? How about Furbogs popping up and surrounding Ironforge? 
How about Terramil getting overrun by something other than Alliance for a change? You know what would be cool than what you had? Anything! I know what you're thinking. Right now you're thinking, well, Imp, if it's that screwed up and that shitty, why the hell do you continue to play? Why is your guild recruiting now for the World of Warcraft if it's that bad a game? And I guess there's a couple reasons. One is it's literally better than nothing. And to me, that's all there really is out there is nothing. Guild Wars is a good game. I have no issue with it or some of the guys who play it because we do have a division for Guild Wars and they are also recruiting. I suggest getting in contact with Desperado or Saint. But it's not for me. I would like to try Eve the Second Genesis or Eve as it's called now. I don't know enough about it. I remember following that years ago. But there's not enough people playing it to make that fun. At least not yet. And I guess the other part of it is I've made the commitment of both money and time to, to play this game and to get to the features that were promised and were sold to us and we have yet to get. I did an audio article back in January saying that if the game wasn't fixed by the end of January that I would cancel my accounts. And they did install a couple of fixes for the servers, but that they were only temp fixes and they didn't last. I suppose when you get down to it, I probably should cancel my account. I'm having a lot less time, a lot less fun in this game than I have at any time. And I know I've had the several talks with some of the clan members. And we, the reason we're recruiting, too, is because we've lost quite a few guys who have just quit. Like Arthros and Desperado and the bunch and Pirate. Who just quit. They can't stand the game. They can't stand the fact that, you know, at the time warriors were completely gimped. You know, now it's hunters. I mean, poor Shmi, who's our hunter in the clan, I feel bad for the guy. Because every time he comes back to try and play, he gets slammed with something else. And you can say, well, why don't you just re-roll us another character? Fine. Until it comes their turn to get nerfed. That's the biggest problem. Blizzard goes about this in the exact opposite way they should. If there's a class that is overpowered, don't make it nerf it into the Stone Age to the point where it's no longer useful. Raise everything else up. Oh, it's more difficult? Well, tough shit. You're getting 15 bucks out of me a month. You know what? That's getting more and more difficult a month to pay you, too. And a lot of it's going to depend on what happens on Tuesday. Or whenever Battlegrounds comes out. Because I guarantee to you, I will continue to do this show. And people who say, well, the only reason you play World of Warcraft is because of the show. You know what? i got news for you. The Emperor's Court will not always be for the World of Warcraft. If this is a show I'm going to continue to do, eventually it's going to change formats. And if I have to do that the week after Battlegrounds, by God, I will. My interests are wide and varied, folks. I can talk at you on a variety of topics. And there are some games out there that I have a lot of praise for. Hell, I just reinstalled Homeworld 2 and started playing that game. And that came out in 2003. And that doesn't even really have a multiplayer contingent. Rome Total War just announced that they've got an expansion pack coming out. And we can only hope that they fix the imbalance problems that they've got there. But even that is more enjoyable than this. And maybe it's because I'm taking a break from the World of Warcraft. That's certainly possible. That is possible. 
But the laundry list of problems that Blizzard had has not gotten smaller. It's gotten bigger. I'm not going to go through it now because you all know it, the same as I do. But I've invested my time. I've invested my money. And if anybody has listened to this show, I've invested my creativity and my passion for gaming and radio by doing this and doing it on the World of Warcraft. Blizzard should feel honored that anybody would do a show, a radio show, based on their game, and not just me. You all know the different shows and the different networks, be they retarded or not, be they shoddy or not, be they incompetent or not. The fact of the matter is, there are shows going on. I used to do casts for Warcraft 3 for two years. We had one hell of a following. That's the kind of community that Blizzard wants. The problem is that community fell apart too because the way they treated Warcraft 3, the same way they're treating World of Warcraft. They got our money, they ran to the bank, now it's time to pump out that expansion, kick it out the door before enough people have canceled their subscriptions that, and they are so pissed and bitter and jaded that they won't buy the game. If Blizzard sells three quarters of the amount of subscriptions in expansions when it comes out in Christmas, and I will say in the first three months to be fair, they better get on their knees and pray to whatever God they believe in. At this point, I would say they'd be lucky to get half. Which means half of the subscriptions that they have now would buy the expansion. And that would be a, still a huge coup because they got a lot of people still playing this game. But thousands are canceling their accounts. I made the comments a couple times this week to the clanmates when we were raiding Terran Mill. And, uh, well, not really. See, you never really raid Terran Mill, you defend Terran Mill. Or we went to Fellwood or Winter Spring or wherever we would hit. Always, you know, Alliance Strongholds. That for the first time, only this week, we've noticed that five days going, it has been Horde outnumbering the Alliance. And it's not because we have an influx of Horde players, because it's the same people all the time. We have about the same number running around Terran Mill. See, in fact, the Alliance aren't there. You go to Agamar, and you'll see that there's a lot less Horde than there normally is. Maybe it's just me. The Alliance thing everybody's noticed. So it could be they're on the test servers, could be that they're just, it's the last week of school for some people, I, I don't know. Kind of proves my point, the Alliance are all 12-year-olds. <laughs> kidding, kidding. And I don't know what to make of it. I can't definitively sit here and say that that is proof positive that these, are can that these counts are being canceled. I can tell you the way the content is being handled in the last several months, that is proof positive. They need to rush Battlegrounds out ASAP because they're in trouble. And if this thing blows up in their face, that is it for this game. As far as I'm concerned at any rate. Yes, it'll continue to... No, 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 no. I know a lot of people say, well, what the hell do you know? Your opinion isn't the end all. You're right, it's not. But how many of you people think you agree with me? I'm guessing there's probably a lot of you who agree with what I'm saying. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think a battleground blows up in their faces, or is the buggy, shoddy, laggy piece of crap it is now, do you think it's going to want people to play? Not to mention the fact that, oh, lo and behold, since Blizzard had nothing else ready to go for E3, they decided to use Battlegrounds as their up-and-coming thing. That's the reason they want people playing the game. Look, you can play Battlegrounds! 
It's like playing Warcraft 3, but with your character. It's Capture the Flag. You know, we Capture the Flag. Because, you know, you play that in Quake 1, Quake 2, Quake 3, Unreal Tournament, Unreal Tournament 2003, Unreal Tournament 2004, Half-Life. Insert FPS shooter here. Ultima Online did it before anybody did. Now, well, Quake 1 did Capture the Flag, then Ultima did. The point being, this is not something revolutionary or new. Yes, it's fun. It'll be fun for a couple weeks until you get bored of the same people over and over and over again running it, capturing the flag. You'll get bored when you start seeing teams exploiting the fact that there's one horde to nine alliance and they continue to cap the flag and get points after points after points after points. Or the other way around. You're going to get annoyed when people start leapfrogging you whole ranks in a week because they're capturing the flag. Because they have a in cahoots with the other team or the other uh, uh, other clan who's playing their team because it's happening. There's something called the Resistance on Mag Theridon. And I pointed out, field, uh, pointed out this people before, which have characters on both sides of it, and they obviously and they favor their alliance. And maybe that's why I'm so bitter towards the alliance. But they favor the alliance. They spot for enemy like people like Grimfield and Echo and Bippy Map, to name a few. If you ever see those players, don't don't hook up with them. Don't raid with them. Don't be anywhere close to them, because they'll spot you out to their alliance buddies. The point being. And they did, and they are doing this on our server. And a lot of people have complained to the GMs, and they're not doing anything. Oh, well, we're watching them. This will happen. Where agreements will made, meet us in instance number five at six o'clock. And they'll keep trying to get in, even if it's full, until enough people have left, and enough of their people are in, where one side will start capturing a flag over and over. They'll just take turns. There'll be no fighting. They'll just take turns capturing the flag one after the other and racking up the points and start leapfrogging everybody in the PvP system. All Track Valley, that's a little harder to try to accomplish because you have 40 and 40 man armies. Problem is, and the test realms are seeing this now, the same thing, if you remember, I predicted three weeks ago when I said it's not going to make a difference because there's not going to be enough horde there to play the game to make it worth it. Folks, I'm sorry. I can't think of a saving grace right now for the World of Warcraft or Blizzard. There's nothing positive that I can say. I have, uh, and Mim can vouch for me, I have racked my brain for a week when we think about doing this show. What can I say to try and balance things out so it's not I hate Blizzard on Sunday nights at 7 p.m.? There is nothing I can think of. I mean, the reason I didn't play the Winer segment this, this week is because the whole damn show is a wine fest. I'll admit it. I'll be the first one to say that I've been whining for 40 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever it is. That's all there is left to do. Why can't we... Uh, this is something else that actually... This is something positive that I want to point out. Something I do want to make a comment about. Uh, recently, earlier in the week, Blizzard, uh, who, one of the community managers, said something about that the instance, the troll instance that will open up in Stranglethorn Vale is being looked at to made, make a 10 or 20 man raid instance. With decent epic loot. Well, they haven't made comments about the loot drops, but it's assumed that it'll be dis- decent loot, including epics. 
Not maybe molten core style, but not quite, you know, as many people, maybe not quite as good gear. This is a step in the right direction. Maybe that's a positive. A 20-man as opposed to a 40-man raid instance. It's still hard to do, but it's a hell of a lot easier trying to coordinate 20 guys instead of 40. That is what we need more of. 5-man instances. 10-man instances. 1 or 2-man instances. This whole game has been designed and catered to the casual solo player up to level 55. There is no reason why single-person raids cannot be made. There's no reason why five-man raids... I mean, well, okay, maybe not five-man. Okay, folks, when I say raids, I'm talking gear on the quality of Molten Core or maybe not quite as, as good, but just as close. With just being just as difficult for those assortment of players with equivalent loot and equivalent time put in. Because not everybody wants to be part of a 40-man group. Not everybody wants to sell their soul and give sexual favors to an Uber Guild's Guildmaster in the hopes that they get the dagger that they want. I know a lot of people who through bad experiences or simply because they don't want to do not want to join and put in that kind of time to an Uber Guild like that in order to run the Molten Core. In order to do Blackwing Lair. Am I saying that they should be changed or removed? Not at all. I'm simply saying if you're going to cater to the casual gamer and I said this last week's show. You cannot expect us to want to play and do that at the end of the game when we just spent the last three months leveling our character to 60, doing solo and small man groups. Yes, we can do five man dungeons. Yes, we can get whatever gear they drop, which is not necessarily near as good the shit that drops in Molten Core. And don't sit and tell me that, well, people will put that much time in it She'll get that kind of reward. Fine. Then give me an instance for a one or five or ten man people that takes, you know, eight hours to do. Look, folks, it, to me, the time is as big an issue. And I know I just said the casual gamer. And that is the issue in hand for them is time. I agree with that. To a degree. Make a smaller instance with less time and not quite as good loot. In order to alleviate that problem. Or make it so that we can accomplish it in a week, like Molten Core is now. Or two weeks, where it saves in that, that instance with your group of players. Fine. There are ways around this. It doesn't take a genius, it doesn't take a load of creativity to think these things up. It takes some common sense, and it takes some goddamn work ethic. Something that Blizzard is sorely lacking. And don't tell me it's because they're trying to fix this or that or the other, or because they're overworked. Kiss my ass. You got going on 2 million subscribers with opening up in China. You're making money hand over fist. More than a lot of countries make in a year. Hire some people then. Go to full sale. Walk into class and say, you know what, we'll hire every single one of you here. Come work for Blizzard. You got Diablo 3 and StarCraft 2 in the pipes. When they're done working on the World of Warcraft, you don't have any more bugs from the fix, shove them out the door, put them on the other development teams. Speaking of bugs, here's one last thing I want to talk about this evening. This is what I want to discuss as well. This will be the final topic. And that is this. Katie made the comment earlier in the week 
when people are complaining about the hunter bugs, that what did we expect? If they had to fix every single bug, a patch would never come out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a quote that defines the problem that Blizzard has had since 2002, that is it. What do you expect? If we had to fix every bug, a patch would never come out. I've worked at quite a few places in my life, and I'm not very old. And in every single company, from a major department store to a city to the independent business that I help run now, it has always been do whatever you can to please the customer, do whatever you can to make any kind of mistakes even. Perfection is the goal. Don't make excuses. Make things right. Make things happen. Does it always work out that way? Of course not. Life is not about absolutes. But when your company motto, and that's exactly how I take it now, is that how can you expect us to do our jobs how can you possibly expect us to try to attain perfection, to fix the mistakes we know are there, and still release a patch? Cadium and Blizzard, if the whole point of putting a patch out is to fix current problems, and that patch causes more problems, then isn't that cutting off your nose to spite your face? How are you getting ahead? How are you pleasing your customer base? Why is your motto not, we're try, we try to get perfection? We try to make sure there are no bugs when a patch is released. If some slip through, it happens. There are very few games that are completely bug free. But there's a lot of games who strive for that very, very topic that very thing, that very goal. And a lot of games have bugs that don't affect the gameplay for thousands of their players. Well, World of Warcraft is a comp complex game. Okay, you know what? Ultima Line was a complex game too. They had their share of bugs, but nothing that was game-breaking. Quake 1 had a few bugs, but nothing that affected the game. Quake 2, Quake 3, Unreal Tournament. EverQuest had its share of bugs, but they fixed them. And they did their damnedest to minimize bugs that were released. And if there was something major, like the Hunter's Bug, they didn't say, no, you're just going to have to wait till the next patch. They fixed the damn thing before it came out. At least in their early years. The problem is, EverQuest and Sony found themselves in the position you have started off with from day one. problem with you, Blizzard, is you don't care. And you know what? I guess you don't have to. I'm sure they hear this every single day 
from the forums from customers complaining on the phone to their service reps about canceling their accounts. When they read the little paragraph you write as to why they're canceled. And they don't care. And they don't have to. Because they've got the most successful MMORPG out there at the moment, if not at all time. They're still making money. And you know what? There's probably enough people out there who will buy the expansion to make it profitable for them to spawn a sequel. And this goes to my audio article. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you do. Onceyourborn.com. I did it back in January, and it's it's not even out of date, which is sad. It's called A Gamer's uh, View on the Gaming Industry. They're making their money, they've made their money, and they don't care because they don't have to. No one's going to force them to fix the game completely. There are bugs in this game that are still debilitating and have been since closed beta. And they pay us lip service and they placate us by giving us the hunter bug fix. Because several thousand people took it upon themselves to say, enough is enough. This far and no farther. What do you expect? If we had to fix every bug, a patch would never come out. Why don't you remember that, ladies and gentlemen? Remember that. This fall, when you go to buy the expansion, or tonight when you log into the game and your character falls through the world, or your arcane missiles don't fire, or your pet disappears, or lags behind, when you're on the test realms and you can't find your corpse, and you can't find more than three horde and a 40-man battle to kill. I want you to remember that. Because the biggest thing that Blizzard's counting on, ladies and gentlemen, is that we will forget. This has been Emperor saying, bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody.